Hello, and welcome to Leadership Factory. Today, I'm very excited because we're going to be talking about the five marks of a leader. This is Leadership 101, and we're going to get into just some basics of leadership and defining leadership and how we can grow today in our leadership. And I'm excited because you are here, I know, because you want to grow in your leadership. So let's talk about that right now. You know, Jay Oswald Sanders, he defined leadership this way. He said, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. I love that definition because it just simplifies it so much. We talk about the concept of leadership, but we need to think of it in terms of influencing others to move toward what is good and helpful in their lives. And a leader is not dependent on a specific title or a specific role or a specific position. When you take a new position, you are granted a little bit of leadership leeway, but that only lasts for a short period of time. Positional leadership says, I'm the boss, that's why. I'm in charge, so you do what I say. And people will follow you for a short period of time. They will give you a little bit of rope, but if you're not careful, you're going to hang yourself with that rope because that kind of leadership doesn't go the distance. What does go the distance is relational leadership with relational influence. And the reason this goes the distance is because it is about catching a vision, a compelling vision from God and leading people, mobilizing people to come alongside of you to make it happen. That's the purest and the best form of real leadership. I've found that leadership always rises to the top. Leadership always grows and begins to bring others along. And so I want us to talk about what are some basics of effective leadership. And the first mark of an effective leader is this. A leader perceives a need. In fact, leadership always begins with a need in mind. The need doesn't just show up when there's somebody who wants to fill an empty position. Good leaders will recognize the needs around them and address the problem. That's what Jesus did in Matthew 9, 36. We see Jesus As he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And it was the needs of the people that had the heart of Jesus, had the eyes of Jesus. And that's what drove him to do all that he did as he led. So we also need to find needs and fill those needs, meet those needs. In fact, a leader's prayer is this. God, break my heart with the things that break your heart. Help me to see people with your eyes. So we want to see a need and work to meet that need. When we lead people, it's not about our own personal preferences. It's not about our own desires. It is about meeting the needs of the people around us. So at the Connection Church, we have many specific strategic needs that we're trying to to meet in people's lives, and that's how we mobilize people for ministry, whether it be through uh, 
our, our parking, our street team, our greeters, our Connection Kids team, our New Believers team, all of these different teams are all working together to meet needs in people's lives. And then the second mark of an effective leader is this. A leader possesses a gift. Every follower of Jesus is given a gift or more gifts, more than one gift. In fact, 1 Peter 4.10 says, Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. If anyone seeks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So each one of us should use the gifts that we have been given to serve others. Leaders appear because they have an obvious giftedness, and they possess abilities that fit the needs of the moment. Leaders are competent in a specific area where there is a need right now, and their gifts meet a particular uh, solution. They solve a problem. These gifts are from God, and so as leaders, we want to make sure we're understanding the source of our giftedness is not ourselves or our uh, cleverness, our intelligence, our strength, but it is from God, and those gifts look different in different people and in different situations. God gives each of us gifts that He wants us to use. We all have gifts that are needed, and so I get very excited when we have new people join our team, uh, come on board at the Connection Church, because I know that every single person brings something unique and fresh and new to the table that we didn't have before. When we discover the areas where our gifts can be used, we naturally begin to influence others through leadership. The third mark of a leader is that a leader parades their passion. A leader parades his or her passion. In fact, as leaders, we should be the most passionate people about what's going on around us. We should be the most passionate people about what we're doing. I was talking with one person one day. They were talking about a particular leader, and she said, that person reeks leadership. Well, inside, I was trying to keep myself from laughing. I thought that was so funny, Um, but I guess that makes sense. I know what she was saying. Our passion should not smell bad. It should not reek as in a bad smell, but it should smell good to others, and people should be able to see it. In 2 Kings 10, 16, Jehu said this, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. And then he had him ride along in his chariot. He said, You can see how passionate I am about God and about what God is doing. And when you come alongside of me, you're going to also become passionate. You're going to get excited about it too. When an outward need and a person's God-given gifts come together, that person is usually very passionate about what they're doing. And that compassion is what draws others to become a part of of the vision and of the mission. And, And as leaders, we can't help but share that excitement with the people who want to jump on board. 
the evangelist John Wesley, he said this, Light yourself on fire with passion, and people will come for miles to watch you burn. Resources don't make up for a lack of passion. But great passion can make up for a lack of resources. It's nice to have great resources, but there are many great leaders who didn't have a lot of money, didn't have a lot of people, didn't have a lot of talent when they started out. But no obstacle or challenge is going to stop someone when they have great passion. And then the fifth mark of a leader is this. A leader persuades people. I remember a discussion one time, somebody asked, can you be a leader if no one is following? And I would answer that very quickly, no. A leader, by definition, has followers. True leaders eventually come to the point where they attract other people to their passion and empower them and raise them up. True leaders are able to connect with people. That's the difference between an entrepreneur and a leader. Leaders don't go it alone. They don't do it by themselves. They're going to have people alongside of them. In fact, we need people alongside of us because we have a cause that's bigger than ourselves, and we need help in order to be successful. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 11 says, Because we understand our fearful responsibility to the Lord, we work hard to persuade others. We want to bring other people along because if you can fulfill the vision on your own, your vision is too small. And then the fifth mark of a leader is this. A leader pursues a purpose. A leader is focused on the specific purpose that they've been given. They move in a specific direction to reach a goal, and a leader refuses to just simply go into maintenance mode because we are on a mission from God, a holy quest, a holy mission. It becomes our life's purpose. It becomes an all-consuming accountability partner in our life. You cannot separate leadership from purpose. Effective leadership doesn't happen without a clear sense of a God-given purpose in our lives. And so leaders define and understand what the main focus is. So as leaders, our prayer should be what Paul prayed in Acts chapter 20, verse 24. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given to me. So those are the five marks of effective leadership. And I want you to go ahead and think through those and say, where am I on that? A leader perceives a need. A leader possesses a gift. A leader parades their passion. A leader persuades people. And a leader pursues their purpose. So look in your life through that filter and see what area is it that I need to grow in. I hope this has been really helpful to you as you grow as a leader. And I want to encourage you, if this is 
uh, helped you out and this has encouraged you to go ahead and make sure you subscribe and, and go ahead and share it with some others. Let some people know about Leadership Factory so they can get involved in it as well and they can begin to grow in their leadership. I believe this about you and I know this because you're listening, that you are a leader. So be a great one. And I look forward to talking with you next time. Thanks.